everybody get up. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to Anita Vita Rides. All right, everybody. Welcome. It's Anita Vita Rides. Anita Vita Rides. Yeah. Anita Vita Rides. Yeah. Anita Vita Rides. Yeah. Who can make you better? Anita Vita Rides. In all types of weather, I need a beat her eyes. Get you back together, I need a beat her eyes. Goes in her a letter, I need a beat her eyes. I need a beat her eyes. I need a beat her eyes. Yeah, need a beat her eyes. Yeah, yeah. I need a beat her Welcome to Rise with Anita Vita. I am your host, Anita Vita, master medical Qigong teacher and healer. I am so grateful and thankful you're here with me today. As you know, this show aims to amplify women's voices, have them share their stories so that they are a ripple effect of healing in this world. I'm so grateful and thankful to, br to bring on another amazing guest. She is a beautiful, amazing speaker, and amazing life coach working primarily with women of color please help me welcome the beautiful the lovely nicole cruz to the show everyone hello 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 from all the way in italy yes. italy yes ciao <laughs> thank you for having me ciao <laughs> you're most welcome you're most welcome so Nicole, I'm so grateful and thankful you're here with us today. And in the topic of radical self-love, how do you define that in your life? And how are you practicing it? Such a good question. Um, so radical self-love, how, how I define it is really accepting yourself, not just at your best, but really like where you are right now today, because it can look different from day to day. Um, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're celebrating, like really being able to love the wholeness of you and whatever that looks like on a certain day. Um, and how I practice that is um, by really allowing myself to feel what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. So usually sometimes my inclination and my impulse is to kind of push away negative emotion or even push away really positive emotion. And I, I feel like I really love myself when, whenever I do feel like a, a highly charged emotion coming up, being able to just let it be and mm -hmm. let it be exist and let it be acknowledged instead of trying to move on to something else. I know it comes with practice in recognizing to acknowledge one's feelings. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you mentioned in that moment, as mm -hmm. things shifts and, and change moment to moment. Yeah. How did you, how did you learn to do that for yourself? 
Ooh, as you said, a lot of practice, <laughs> a lot of not letting myself feel or be or exist moment to moment. Um, for so, I spent a majority of my life um, kind of just focusing on doing or accomplishing, and I came to this point in my life probably five, six years ago. Um, when I just realized it didn't feel good anymore to just focus on that. And I went through a, this really deep transformation where I like quit my job, traveled the world, did this whole like Filipina eat, pray, love. <laughs> um, and what that really helped me do was release a lot of the external things that I was kind of placing my worthiness in, I was placing my value in and allowing myself to just be with me and my thoughts and my feelings. And so um, I didn't have a lot of those distractions that I was used to. And so it came with practice of just as the more and more I started to accept who I was, the more it came with ease of like, okay, what am I dealing with today? And can that be okay? Mm. And even just adding like the words, like, and it's okay to the end of whatever I was feeling or moving through was like just a nice little self permission to be in that moment. Why do you think that is the self permission that that's so important for for women to acknowledge and men too, not just women. It's yeah, it's just I, what I'm finding is primarily women have the most difficult time with it. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's really interesting that you pulled that out of there because I feel like I have been helping a lot of my clients with that a lot lately. Of like telling ourselves it's okay to not only just feel how we're feeling, but also want what we want. Mm. Um, I think we, so I work primarily with immigrants and immigrant descendants. Um, and so I think a lot of our upbringing and our conditioning has been around um, survival and like really wanting to focus on the things that are important for survival and sometimes that doesn't allow for a lot of room for feeling, for dreaming, for desiring. And so there's kind of this resistance to doing it. And so I think by starting with, hey, maybe it could be okay that I do this. Maybe it could be okay that I feel this. Um, that, that just that step of like giving ourselves permission to be curious about it can kind of just help open open that possibility up for ourselves. Yeah, I I totally relate as being um, you know second generation Filipina. Mm. Yeah, that I'm finding a lot of things were rooted from not allowing ourselves. Mm. Yet on the other side, when you start doing this inner work it's our birthright yes. where along the lines, right? Where along the way where we're like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes what I found 
was that it was my own voice and it depends on who I was around too. It was really Ooh. interesting. Yeah. Um, go ahead. You were saying? No, I, um, thank you for sharing. And I totally relate with that too. And a lot of it has, I, I feel like a lot of what I hear from my clients is the, um, not like deprivation, but just like not, in, not allowing ourselves to experience certain things or go certain places. Um, and like there being a lot of constraint around mm. ourselves um, from, from how we were, we were raised to. And um, yeah, and just, and just feeling like we have to follow this certain way you know, in order to be the good, the good daughter, the good, you know, son, the good, you know, you know, the good immigrant daughter, whatever it is, uh, following this like certain very set way of doing that mm -hmm. um, can feel really limiting when, like you said, it's our birthright, when there's something in us that's, that is telling us like, there is more beyond this like mm -hmm. expansion is okay beyond this. Um, but yeah, somewhere along the way, we uh, kind of got disconnected from that. And, and we're taught to, to continue that disconnection. So it's actually so great to see like practitioners like you and other people in our community speaking aloud, we get to reconnect with that. We, it is our birthright. We get to like bring that into our experience again. Um, and so, yeah, I completely re resonated with what you shared. Yeah. And I'll say it's not easy. It's not no. easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful. Like, for example, like my mom and my dad, they're so happy. They, I just, I still don't think they know what I do. And so yeah. because I come from a nursing background and when I, when I tell people, Hey, I do healing, I'm a healer. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, the science part and all the, mm -hmm. from the mental standpoint, I know what my daughter does. And then it's really interesting because in conversation once in a while at dinners, they'll ask me, do you think you'll ever go back to bedside nursing again? And I was like, no, no. <laughs> but it took a while for me to say no, because before it's automatic. So I don't want to confront that type of conversation with them. And, you know, sometimes I know one of those limiting conversations was because I just don't want to deal with it and I don't want to deal with the, you know, that type of energy with them. I'll yeah. just autom I'll habitually, and I've trained myself to say this, like, uh, I don't know, maybe one day, maybe one day. And then one day mm -hmm. came and I was like, you know what? I need to be fully myself so they can see who I am and what I do and how I show up in the world and the work that I'm doing and the people I'm healing. Mm -hmm. So they yeah. really see, like they really get to see me, but it took a lot of work to get there on myself to have, to, to share that, hey, mom and dad, this is who I really am. I heal yeah. on a Jesus level. I know it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all meditation and Qigong. And hey, I healed yeah. myself and I healed, you know, here's my clients. And, you know, I don't parade it that, like that. It's just somewhere in their consciousness, I know they're still not ready to receive Anita Vita yeah. Rise in the way that she's 
see that you know she's being presented i bet you they didn't they haven't even seen my show yet and it's been yeah. over almost going to be a year and wow yet at the same time i know how supportive they are yeah and they support they're very very supportive it's it's just interesting to see how i get to change that moving forward and yeah. the legacy that i get to bring into the world yeah with my message and reminding them that hey you were a stepping stone to that I'm never going to discount the work that you did and your stories that brought me into the world while you were nine months pregnant on Philippine Airlines, land in San Francisco, end up in L.A. with a suitcase and a hundred dollars. Wow. And I'm like, I have, you know, it's a privilege and an honor to up level our experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so courageous to allow yourself to be fully seen by your parents in that way um when you talk about radical self-love like wow what what an act of that um and it's really interesting when you shared your um you know the immigration story of like my mom was in her third trimester also when mm. she flew from the philippines to california um and so I also immigrated like in my mom's womb, which is like, oh, interesting. yeah, arriving yeah. in like the Bay Area um, mm. and trying to like, you know, create a new life. And I love um, how you pointed out, like, it's like really honoring those steps that they took, right? Because we would not be here without yeah. that. Um, and that we get to use that foundation to build something even greater than they could have imagined. Mm -hmm. um, something that I share with my clients a lot, because I, I, there's, there's kind of like a lot of guilt that comes up around like wanting something different for themselves and what their parents want for them. And what I offer is like, you know, all those sacrifices and the hard work and, uh, and everything that they sacrificed to get us here wasn't so that we can stay in survival mode like wasn't so that we could just keep like just getting by mm -hmm. you know it was for us to be able to imagine something like greater something grander something that feels really fully aligned for us and to go for it because mm -hmm. we have um thankfully for that because of them we have the privilege to be able to explore that for ourselves yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I wanted to hear a little bit more on what that experience was like for you when you finally said, hey, mom, hey family, <laughs> guess what? Guess I'm what, an I'm amazing speaker and life coach. <laughs> <laughs> so I can help heal all of these, these ancestral wounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know, you know, in your choice of words. And before I get there, and, and especially the mindset behind that, and how you overcame that and may still be having that conversation. I would love to just share thanks to our beautiful, amazing sponsors of this episode today. So just hang back for a minute and we'll be right back.
What's up, family? I am Anita Vita, Master Medical Qigong teacher and healer. I believe that nurses deserve to be nurtured as much as they give. As a high-performing woman myself, I coach women how to overcome chronic gut pain so that they have total freedom in their life through their practice of medical Qigong. In 2011, while working as a nurse in the post-anesthesia unit, I experienced severe burnout and it expressed itself as IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Discovering this practice allowed me to eradicate this gut disease completely and naturally through meditation alone. The slow mindful movements of medical Qigong are potent and transformational recalibrating your cellular structure by cultivating your body's natural energy and healing source called Qi. Today I coach and empower women to achieve the same result through private and group programs, workshops and retreat experiences to awaken you to your truth and be the highest version of yourself. If you're still in pain, you've tried everything and you're sick and tired going from doctor to doctor with only prescriptions and strict diets as solutions, fear no more my friend because you have found me. Send me a message right now at anita at nacionvira.com and we'll get you to rise out of that pain guaranteed. Mafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in entertainment, special events, talent management, content creation, digital and traditional marketing, and public relations, and working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mafemanagement.com. Let us empower you. Now let's get back to the show. So tell us, what's that experience like for you? So I, so I spent most, I had a 10 plus year career in corporate healthcare. Mm. Um, so I was doing um, sustainability for the largest health insurance company in the world <laughs> and you know climbing the corporate ladder and then 2016 I decided to quit that job and I traveled the world for a year and really allowed myself to kind of get back to what did it, what is it that I want that I enjoy that I love doing and it was you know helping people with their goals helping hold people accountable having deep like personal connections with people and i realized oh i think that's falls under life coaching but i had never considered it before i had never really like explored that and to be honest i withheld that news of like wanting to explore this for a while from my mom because she had i had just obtained my mba that she helped pay for um mm. and i was nervous because life coaching isn't like asian impressive you know it's not like <laughs> the thing <laughs> that your parents brag to their friends mm -hmm. about um and it took me at least six months of like ex like kind of thinking through it to just be able to muster up the courage to tell her and what she said was go for it like it there wasn't any like what is that why are you doing that what would you why would you want to explore that it was just like yeah go for it try it um which was 
so amazing, so supportive. And I realized a lot of the the voice that was holding me back was just my voice mm. um, doing that. Um, so it was, I, I'm really thankful to have had her support in really just trying it out and seeing seeing if it's something that that I enjoyed. And with with where you are now, what helped you, you know, what was going through your mind at that time when you you're finally making that transition and committing to being a life coach mm-hmm. and making that your primary career in that moment or in this moment now? Ooh. It was a lot of doubt, a lot of fear. Um, I am someone who likes to plan. I was a project manager for 10 plus years. (laughs) I like to know where I'm going and all of that. And this was really the first time I was stepping into something totally new without a concrete plan. So a lot of fear coming up of like, are you good enough for this? How are you going to do this? you know how are you going to help people um but honestly that that time of travel i got to experience what it was like to feel like i was fully living Mm. and i promised myself that i wanted to commit to that even if it was scary even if it was uncomfortable even if i failed um and so i just really held on to just enough belief to take the first step Mm -hmm. and then just enough belief to take the next step um and so there's definitely a lot of ups and downs there's a definitely a lot of times where i didn't think i didn't know if it was going to work out but then i would get like someone telling me that their life changed or they felt better or they did something really scary and they were so proud of themselves and like those things kept me going um but at first, in the moment of deciding that, it was really like a trust fall into my own arms. I was just like, let's see. Let's see if what it would look like if I really committed to this, what I could create. I love that you said committed to living. Yeah. And in through your travels, that that's it sounds like you got to see the world with new eyes mm-hmm. and and I relate to to travel too and just and being able to receive those those gifts and in those moments when you're you know when you take yourself out of a regular you know an, an environment that you're so used to that you're just routine through all of it yeah. and then when you travel your your senses are more heightened because number one you don't understand the language you're not in your unfamiliar spaces so you want to stay safe and then there's a side of you that at the same times it's exciting and also scary unless you have you know there's times when we can have we have friends that live out there or they they guide you but if most of the time you're doing solo travel Mm. which i highly recommend if you y'all haven't done it yet (laughs) and um and you the that's i believe has come to one of self really great self-discovery and and i'm grateful that you shared that because 
it's that pause. It looks like it's that pause you needed mm-hmm. to be able to see now how you want to live your life by design and mm-hmm. not by default. Yes, I love that phrase, life by design. Um, and and yeah, travel played a huge part in, and I think, I think the fear when some people hear my story is like, well, do I then need to like quit my job and go travel the world for this like same similar transformation? And I mean, yeah, if that's what you want to do, go for it. And it was really about allowing myself, like you said, to pause, to pause the autopilot living, to pause the like the day to day and allow myself to zoom out and just really experience a different kind of life or a diff- really just challenge the way that I've been living my life um, and really allow myself to do what I want when I want to not have to report into anyone to um, to really yeah, just create space for that curiosity and self-discovery that happened um, while I was traveling. Um, and so I want to offer like, you can also create that space without travel, um, mm-hmm. you know, in, in your own, in your own life as well. Um, but I mean, yeah, travel is great too. I, I'm highly, <laughs> highly encourage like the, the transformational benefits of just getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And, and I agree, you don't have to do exactly as what Nicole has done, you know, it's, you know, you don't have to quit your job. You don't have to do the traveling. And what I'm hearing from her journey and from you, Nicole, is that when you're allowing yourself, when you're seeing these parts of yourself starting to feel unfamiliar and you're Mm -hmm. losing that joy of being you, like fully you, you know, that you are taking risks to see then what it is that you truly like. And then the other side, what you don't like. So a lot of courage is coming up because that takes courage to to test, to try, you know, even without a plan. And right, because like you said, there's usually an end result that you're looking towards to get after all these variables right yeah. from the work and the skills that you've acquired over the years and being corp- in the in the corporate space yet now you're excavating how is that for me and you start with a blank slate and that's the beauty of it you get to really create what it is that you want for your life and having the bravery to turn up the volume of your own voice and then lowering the ones from around you for so, so many years, that could be colleagues, former colleagues, and, you know, friends, family even, and usually that's the hardest one, and those who are closest to you, and you'll get to see who truly supports you in in being you, right? I think you can agree that the steps that we take and the work that we do and how we serve is, so this better version of ourselves come out and we truly become more and more ourselves 
like the unique blueprint of us. Yeah, yeah. And in what you share there, that there's so much like trust that's there, right? Self-trust that comes yeah. through. Um, because in order to turn down the volume on all the other voices, right? And, and some of those voices are deeply rooted, <laughs> like generational things coming through. In order to turn the volume on that, it really is exploring what would it sound like if I trusted myself and turning the volume up on that and being able to um, start with a blank slate or I, I use like, I, maybe it's for my trials, but like I use the map, a map metaphor mm -hmm. a lot of, mm -hmm. we were given this like survival map. It's like, okay, if you follow these steps, your destination is like, stability, security, survival. But what I'm hearing a lot in, in our community is, okay, I got there, but that still doesn't feel like the destination. Like that's, it feels like there's more to this map. So really just allowing yourselves to go off course a little bit, you know, plot your own way and just um, like see step-by-step step where you end up. Something I share a lot is um, being committed to the vision and open to the how, because I, I'll speak for myself. Like I've said before, I love knowing steps one through a hundred. Like I love knowing what to plan for. <laughs> um, but mm. if something happens on step three, that wasn't what I was expecting. I don't want to throw away the whole journey and say like, oh, that vision isn't right then. Um, I take that as a signal like, okay, let's try this other way instead. And staying committed to the vision that I'm working towards, but being open to the how that I get there. Mm. Yeah. For those who are listening in and watching in, if they're not able to just drop their job and travel to eat, pray, love, and find themselves. What would you say is a great first start? Hmm. Um, well, the first step is, I think what we talked about in the beginning of this episode is self-permission. Like, what would it sound like if you wrote yourself a permission slip to just be curious about a different way of life, a different way of thinking, a different way of feeling, just giving yourself permission for that. And then just carving out, and you can time it, you can start with maybe like 10 minutes, just carving out if you had full permission to dream, to, uh, to think of what you ideally want in any area of your life, just free write for 10 minutes what comes through for you? What is what do you channel in those in those moments? Um, without shame, without judgment, um, without the voice that says that's not realistic. Um, just giving yourself that ten minutes to start and just seeing what comes up, and just being open to seeing to seeing what comes through. And how can we support you and connect with you? Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Cruz Coaching. Um, you can find me on my website, NicoleCruzCoaching.com. Um, and 
I have on there, if you're interested, a free masterclass on how to get clear on what you want. Mm. Um, that takes our lived experiences as women of color into consideration. So hopefully that's supportive for you. And I'd love to connect with anyone who, who this resonated with. Thank you so, so much for gracing us with your presence. I know it's late out there in Italy and I'm grateful that you're recognizing how important the message is to come through because I know our listeners and those who are watching love being inspired by other women who are giving themselves permission to live fully and courageously in the way that they want. And if they didn't know how, to start before and now they do mm. so i thank you thank you so much nicole for being here with us today thank you for having me this is such an honor to be featured here you're most welcome and i'm sh i'm sure to bring you back i know you mm. have many more to share and i love so much our conversation today it was so impactful thank you thank you for having me Thank you so much for being here today. I hope that the wisdom that came from Nicole is inspiring you as it, you know, as she does for me. And, you know, if this episode really brought you some value, please share it with somebody else who can lighten and brighten up their day. And as always, you know, connect with me. You can follow me on all of my my platforms, so continue to share like, and subscribe. And I look forward to seeing you next week. As always, everybody, I root for your rise. Have a good night. Be the rise. I need to be the rise. I need to be the rise.